Good morning. It's Thursday, I think. April the 9th, all day long, 2020. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet and to the point this morning. And so I did my morning routine. Um, actually got really good sleep, about nine hours. And I feel so good. I feel like yesterday with the day of new beginnings, today really is a brand new day. It's really a new day to look ahead and, look, and not look behind. And so I want to go ahead and go and start in a prayer. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, you use me in a mighty way. I thank you, God, for my health. Thank you, God, for my healing. I thank you, God, for the truth that I can walk in every day. I thank you, God, that I get to walk out what's written down in your word. I thank you, God, that you've inspired me through your words, Lord, in the Bible, that, that I want to be more like you every single day. And I can be the role model, role model my daughter, Mary Caroline, needs in her life. I can be the mother that she deserves. I thank you that I can now be the sister. I can be the friend that you've always made me to be, God. And now that I have your instruction manual in front of me on the daily, God, that I can walk it out. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Use me in a mighty way. May my words be edifying. May they build up whoever hears my voice, God. This audio diary that I, that you have inspired me to create, God. May we look back and go, wow, it was you that brought all of us through this, God. Because without you, we are nothing. Without discipline, I am nothing. And your word provides it all. Thank you for Second Timothy, God. Thank you that I feel led to go there today because that's that, the revelation that I had in my mind, my body, and my spirit, God, is like fireworks because it's all clear and written out in your word. So I thank you for that, God. May you use me in a mighty way every day in Jesus' name. And so I was reading in 2 Timothy. I have my own background music on. I hope this is going to work out. It'll be the first time I've tried that. But Worship Mob is fantastic. I got them in my kitchen. They may be a little bit loud. I'll probably have to turn them down. Hang on. Only because I can't listen to that. Just turn it down a little bit. And so in 2 Timothy, okay, so today is the ninth day. Read your Proverbs 9. Read Proverbs every day. Today is Proverbs 9. Make sure you read Proverbs 9. I did. Um, but that's not what sticks out to me today. What sticks out to me is, is I'm in 2 Timothy. And so I began in Timothy 3, 2 Timothy 3, and this stuck out to me. Now, it stuck out to me back in March, March 20th, 2019. Then it stuck out to me again in March 31st, 2020. Mary and I were doing Bible study, and I don't know why God led me to 2 Timothy that night, but we, we were actually in my room, and she, was, um, she, she read it through, too, because it's a short, it's a short um, chapter in the Bible, and I wanted us to get, I wanted us to start something and finish it, because God is, God is, 
pleased when people start something and finish it. So if you have an issue with starting something and not finishing it, God, I, I lift up that person to you, God. I thank you that you're going to help them, God. See that, um, like in Philippians 1, 6, it says, and, uh, and, and you will finish the work that you have done in each and every person, God, to make it complete. Because you are a God of completion. So I thank you, God, for your word in Jesus' name. And so anyway, in 3, okay, 2 Timothy 3 and 6. I'm going to go ahead and read it. And actually, I have the Message Bible out too. Let me turn it to that. Again, 2 Timothy 3. Let's see. Oh, well, I've gone too far. <laughs> oh, no, not again. Gone too far. Oh, by the way, that first... Philippians, it says here in the message, it says, first, uh, excuse me, Philippians 1, 6, it says, there has never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep it, would keep at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the very day Christ Jesus appears. So always when you start something, finish it. I've always been, uh, I, you know, somebody put a post on Facebook yesterday. It says, name something that you're proud of. I think it was April Richardson, Richardson, my dear sweet sister. And I couldn't think. But now that I just read that, I'm proud that I start something and finish it nearly every time. And I'll say that I was in nursing school twice. But but God's, and I didn't finish either time. But But my addiction was roaring I think not the first time not the first time first time was I don't remember but or I could I could think about it but the second time I was in nursing school was absolutely in the throes of addiction but my mom had just died and all that it wasn't gonna work but but God's revealed to me he didn't want me to save lives he wants me to save souls well I can't believe I just said that. Well, anyway, and so in 2 Timothy 3 and 6, it says, They are all, excuse me, they are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to come to a knowledge of truth. They are men of deprived minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because, as in the case of those men, their folly or lack of sense, good sense will be clear to everyone. So, God, I thank you for your word. May it be a light to my feet, a lamp to my feet and to my soul in Jesus' name. But that scripture has spoke to me about my testimony, about what, how Satan used certain people in Alabama to to test me <laughs> and to really test God too and to try to keep my daughter from me and that really happened see it was a spiritual battle all along which I didn't understand at first and really I should have died in cardiac ICU I mean that was just God uh, saving me he used the doctors that that five days I was in cardiac ICU to save me and bring me back because he had this great big purpose for me to help me help me to help people understand his word that's I'm very clear on that I understand that but you see um 
there's also a scripture in, um, I think it's in First um, Timothy, and it talks about how Satan uses, maybe it was Second Timothy. Yeah, it says here in Second Timothy, right before the third chapter, it says, um, you know, it says to... Uh, to escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. See, it says in God's word that the devil uses people. That's what he does. He does that. And But God <laughs> uses people and builds them up. And, and I believe Satan came after me so hard because of what I'm doing right now. Because how I can impact my child's life. Because she's praying out loud and she's reading scripture every day. And we, we really are. We really are walking this word out. And so in 2 Timothy 2, um, excuse me, 3 and 6, it describes exactly what happened to me. And how Satan used those people in Alabama to test me on every level and to test God. And guess what? Guess who won the test? Yeah, God won the test. So I'm going to read it out of the Message Bible. It'll make maybe a little bit more sense. But it says, These are the kind of people who smooth talk themselves into the homes of unstable and needy women. That's exactly what happened to me without going into great detail. That's what happened. Someone gained my trust. I ended up signing my daughter over because I needed help. But instead of giving her to my family, who really at that time had abandoned me after my parents died. And I trusted this one person. And But it says, these are, these are the kind of people who smooth talk themselves into the homes of unstable and needy women. Take advantage of them. Women who, depressed by their sinfulness, take up with every new religious fad that calls itself the truth. It says they were rejects from the faith, and I believe this was this was that other person. Okay. That they were rejects from the faith, twisted in their thinking. There's no question about that. Defying truth itself, yeah, would actually use scripture and then yet not walk it out. There was zero fruit on that tree. But nothing will come of these latest imposters. Everyone will see through them just as people saw through that Egyptian hoax. So, God, I do thank you for your word. I thank you that it has clear and really to the point in my life. You've defined it. You said it in one paragraph here in 2 Timothy 3 and 6. And, God, I know that there's other people who are struggling. Now, my daughter yesterday, Lord, prayed for people who are in abusive and neglectful situations and she said, like me, like I was in Alabama. So she, she understands fully the bondage that she was in. But you, but you, God, but you, in Exodus 14, 14, it says, but all you, um, it says the battle. No, I will fight the battle for you. You only need to be still. And that's what I did, God. And then I read in Acts 2 and 25, and I can go to it, but I, I know it by heart. It says, Acts 2 and 25, it says, And with the Lord at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Wow. And I walked that out. And God does prevail. 
So, Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for your word. I thank you it is alive and well in my spirit, in my mind, body, and spirit. I thank you, God, that Mary Caroline is blessed indeed. Thank you that she is no longer in that bondage that she was in. And that her testimony is powerful and mighty because now she can help those who've been in hostage-type situations and, and abusive situations, not by me but by those people who took advantage of the situation. And I bless them, God. I lift them up to you right now. Put forgiveness in my heart so that you can forgive me, God, towards them. I pray that you meet their every need. And that in Second Chronicles 7 and 14, it says, And if my people who are called by my name will seek my face and pray, and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear their prayer and heal their land. That's what your word says. So I pray that you heal their land. I do not want to bash them. I do not want to um, brag about the situation that we were in, that you pulled us out of, except that I can't help but do that. Because God, you did that. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're going to use my story and Mary's story in a mighty way to heal others. Today, I put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit. And I command my body to line up with my soul, my soul to line up with my spirit, my spirit to line up with the most holy spirit of the living God. And I choose what day, Mary Caroline, and she would say. Even at 13 years old and aggravated, she would say, in this day, Mama, <laughs> to walk in the Spirit and be covered by the blood of Jesus. Be blessed.